Hey now, ladies and gentlemen. Hey now, welcome to a brand new Over the Line podcast, baby. Brand new podcast, brand new year 2024. We're kicking it off today. And my good friends are with me, Jonathan Bird. Thank you. It's good to be with you. How you feeling in uh, 2024? Great. Good? The show was fantastic today. Woke up. I felt good. I can already tell it's a special year. Feel it in your bones. Yes, I do. Tony Gump here as well. Yeah, I'm here. Hello, everyone. We were talking before we started that if we were, and you've worked for people like this bird, Mm -hmm. if we were jerks in the sense of getting frustrated, uh, you know, trying to get things together before a show, whether it's a radio show or this, Mm -hmm. this requires a lot more preparation. Yes. than a radio show does. Uh, and if we were all jerks, we would probably be all three of us fighting each other before we ever got... And it would kill the mood and we couldn't flow and all that. I'm like... Because it's frustrating. Like, we're all trying to say, tell each other, like, hey, don't forget this, don't forget that. Yeah. But we're such good people. We're That's all right. nice to each we other. We are wonderful people. Well, I, I think in this regard, we have similar personalities which blend well together. There's not, you know, one person saying, it's going to be like this, gonna be like that. we discuss it, and we say, hey, I think this is the best way to go. And that's the way you've got to do it. Yeah, and we're all friends. Yes. We're buds, we're pals, we're the three amigos. Do you think Ooh. we could get a, uh, a remix of Animals or Friends, and it'd be like, Andrew and Friends, in the Overline podcast. Oh, if we wouldn't get sued by Granny? The vegan yeah, lady the vegan teacher? Lady. Mm, I wouldn't want yeah. to be sued by her for some reason. <laughs> yeah, especially when she finds out that we, that we love meat. Yes, she would be. Yeah. She would want to sue us to where we could never afford meat again. Yes. That would be awful. <laughs> so, Although that's a great idea. I like that. This is uh, th- this is going to be a little bit of a different different style over the line than, than people are used to. And we had kind of promised this going into 2024, but... We want to kind of look into some of the, the the news stories that maybe we talked about on the radio, but also the important topics of the day. Yeah, which you know there there's one of them right now that's just kind of hanging out there where we're like, <laughs> okay, when's it gonna drop? We'll uh, we'll get to that, and also I think what we're gonna do for those of you watching coming up. Thursday, and, and and this may fluctuate over time, this Thursday, <laughs> we're hoping that this can be a staple, uh, even though things, things will happen in the future and we'll have to adjust, but Thursday we're going to do our over-the-line weekly live stream mm-hmm. starting at 6 p.m., and we're going to hang out with you guys. Yep. Us and you. We're just going to hang. And John Bird's going to dress normal. He's yes. not going to wear a baby outfit. No. I mean, if he wants to, he can, but... No, I'm done with outfits for the next week. <laughs> for the next week. <laughs> the outfit was fine. It was the crying that got me. Yeah, it was the crying. It was oh, the man, I listened back. It was. Did Ugh. you cringe when you yeah, listened to it? I was cringing. <laughs> I was cringing. Because yeah. my girlfriend, she she took and got some really good, like, behind the scenes where she was doing it. And it's like, I come through, and you can only she can only see me from behind... 
But I sounded just like a baby that hadn't had any sleep. Yeah. You want to do it? You already? ready? No, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do it again. Even I hate it. It was. It was. The costume was good, and the initial cry was good. And then you kept crying, and we were like, oh, no. I always take it too far. That's all right. It makes you who you are. And that's why we love you. It's why everybody loves you. I got so much good reaction on John Bird plays the guitar from from New Year's Eve as well. Oh, good. That was good. Just just chilling. It was a big moment for Tony and I because we got to sing along and do yeah, some background. Got, hey, by the way, you guys sound really good on that podcast. Well, we practiced Angel it in our head. Lives, y'all did great on Angel that. Lives, I had a Santa few Ford. in me. <laughs> yeah, he did. Tony had the Tony had the bottle of whiskey, and he would cut the camera would cut to him, and he would be chugging the bottle. <laughs> yeah, we got a good a good sh- a good <laughs> shot. My girlfriend got a really good shot because you know, I was you know playing, and then you see out of the corner, you see Tony go. Oh, so good! It was it's so so funny. What are you gonna do? It's yeah. so so good. We had a blast, man. I can't wait to do that again. Yeah. Uh, Thursday won't be as wild. And and by the way, I guess I need to put some dates on this. Thursday, January fourth will be the date yep. of that. So y'all make sure you um you look out for that. Speaking of New Year's Eve, uh, it wasn't just us having a good time. Right. We had a uh, a lot of people all across the world celebrating New Year's Eve, but some staples here in this country, in particular, some of the TV shows. Because not everybody goes out for New Year's Eve. Some people stay home and they enjoy New Year's Eve with Dick Clark's rocking New Year's Eve mm-hmm. or Ryan Seacrest and all that kind of stuff. Uh, one that's always always seems to be memorable is CNN. Always. You've got the host, which are Andy Cohen, and you've got Anderson Cooper. That's trouble already. Which is uh, up until the time Don Lamont left, where the two gayest are now the two gayest guys on CNN. Mm-hmm. And you know that these guys are going to get drunk. Mm-hmm. You know they're going to go too far with it, but CNN continues to put them on there. And <laughs> I don't know, Tony, do, what do you think is is the motivation of CNN to continue to put these two guys... Are they, are they garnering ratings from putting these two? Because it seems like a bad idea. I mean, it seems like they're just trying to help destroy the country because I think it's horrible. Yeah, but, but it, it almost, it's like they're trying to... It, yeah, they do want to destroy the country, but it's like they want to destroy the company as well. It's desperation is what it is. I mean, it gets some media yeah. coverage. We're sitting here talking about right. it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe the ratings last year were pretty decent. They're like, hey, we're on to something. Yes, it's horrible. But, you know, people are watching it. You know, and maybe they probably have folks that have games. Like, they were taking a shot when these guys were. Yeah. You know? So there's there's a lot of different At the ways. gay bar. Yes. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, I actually, it was the first time I, I felt like we were missing out on something since Don Lamont has left. Because if he would have been in there, it would have made the whole thing. But in case you want to see it, we played some of this on the radio show. Here's a little montage Ooh. of Andy Cohen and yeah. Anderson Cooper doing shots. Now, they took shots every hour. <laughs> Which doesn't seem like a lot. I mean, if you start at what seven, I guess it probably started at eight p.m. local time. Yeah, uh, uh, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, ten o'clock, eleven o'clock. All right. So by midnight, you've only taken four shots. It's not that many, but these guys 
Lightweight. A little much. And this will help for the radio audience that, that listened to this earlier. It sounded like scenes from a gay porn. It did. So being able to visually see this is probably going to help out tremendously, and that's why we're doing this. Anyway, here's uh, Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper. Loosened up already. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> hesitation. They got to be being paid a lot. I think that, I think it's getting easier. I think it's going down better. By the way, look at those faces. What is that Just face? Sort of make it. You know, one direction. <laughs> one direction. Whatever. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta block my face. Oh. In that laugh, man. <laughs> Right. Cheers to all of you Cheers. at home. Happy New Year. Oh, that was a big one, even for me. <laughs> Is he talking about the drink? <laughs> I yeah. think. This is where the context comes in. <laughs> wow. Okay. Standing um, up. <laughs> never have I ever. Never have I ever. <laughs> and Neil Patrick Harris in there. Wow. Another shot coming up. The maniacal laugh. It's almost like an evil bad guy in a movie. Never have I ever. um, Please do. I feel like they're in some club or something, you know? uh, (laughs) Yeah. Wow. All right. Cheers, everybody. Oh, wow. What is (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. She's sputtering now. Um, Did he just say sputtering? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay? Oh, my gosh. Anderson's choking on something. Uh, John, you are I, in I, Tokyo, I can't Japan. see Anderson, but I know exactly what he looks like. <laughs> yes. yes. Is that John Mayer? Yeah. Yes, you do. He's John, gone. John, He's what are you doing? Sorry. He's a good singer. Um, He's a great guitar player. and just of the cat's ass in your face. Is making him delirious. And so um, for the entirety of th- that New Year's Eve deal, you had Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen, with Anderson Cooper laughing the whole time. Yes, cackling. Cackling. That's, <laughs> and if you notice, uh, Doogie Hauser or Neil Patrick Harris, all, ever since he came out as gay, he has... Oh, is he gay, too? Yes. Is it a requirement to be gay, to be on CNN on New Year's Eve? But here's the thing. When he came out, he was still himself. He didn't change anything. But the voice got a little higher, and the head shook a little bit. It's really weird. Patrick Harris did. I I didn't notice that. In one way or another, he's putting on, I don't know which which one is the character and which one is really him. I think that uh, that was more of a character. Listen, I, I, do y'all want to be honest for a minute? Sure. I mean, and I, I don't know if we get older, we kind of stop doing this, but especially when you're younger, depending on who you were hanging out with, like if you've got some friends that talk a little differently, say I used to hang out with a lot of people that were from the Northeast mm-hmm. or from Michigan, and they have a different accent. Right. I am born and raised in Birmingham, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Been here my whole life. But when I started hanging out with those people, it's like I started losing my southern accent. So you start talking like the people 
you hang out with. You think it's one of those, because it, it doesn't even have to be over time. It can be almost immediate. Like, if Patrick Harris is hanging out with gay guys, he may just subconsciously, like, he doesn't even realize he's doing it, but he's, like, being extra gay when he would just be normal gay with but a straight But he was doing friends. it all along. I mean, he was gay all along, and he's married, and, um, you know, they seem to be in a committed relationship with kids, so I don't want to say... N- to necessarily normalize it but it just this doesn't seem like you know from what i've seen over the years since he came out mm. that's gay I, I, I don't know that's a lot of gay yeah seems like he came out a long time ago and that mm-hmm. uh show queer eye for the straight guy you know what i'm talking about yeah that was a big thing and all guys were like oh silly you know and all that oh. hmm. yeah it's just it's, it was just odd to me you know that, what else was odd what was what they do every year. Um, they bring the president on, which they didn't do it with Donald Trump. But, no, you know, they bring not. the president on in Times Square and Ryan Seacrest or whoever the show host is. They talk to um, they, they talk to the president. Hey, how's the new year? What, how, what do you expect for this country in the new year? Donald Trump, and, and shout out to uh, Lummy, who is the executive producer of Bubba the Love Sponge radio show out of Tampa. He sent mm-hmm. me this. That uh, I think it was 2019, Trump on New Year's Eve and how he was being treated compared to the current president. And the media was hammering him on every topic they could possibly think of. Even one of them, get this, Tony, one of them was about the vaping industry. They were Uh. hammering him because he was saying vaping was a good thing that got people off cigarettes and that we could find a solution to keep it out of the hands of children. But the the anyway, the media just went through a whole litany of of issues to try to make Trump look stupid on New Year's Eve. Yeah. When on the other hand, if you watched Dick Clark's deal with Ryan Seacrest, the treating them with kid gloves really came out for Joe and Jill Biden. Yeah. Got to got to make an appearance of their own on New Year's Eve. What sort of holiday foods have you been enjoying over the last few days? Well, I've been eating everything that's put in front of me. But I've eaten pasta, which I love. Yeah. Eating a lot of chicken, chicken parmesan. I've been eating all all Italian foods, basically. Gerber's and ice cream, chocolate chip ice cream. Chocolate chocolate chip ice cream. Holiday foods have you been enjoying? It's just replaying it. You gotta watch Twitter. Twitter, Twitter will try to make you watch something over and over. So, chocolate chip ice cream. That's that's the Biden staple, yes. right? Yes. Um, Tony, if you would Google, uh. Ice cream for dementia. And this is something I've brought up over and over. Maybe most of y'all know this. Some of y'all may have family members that, that have dementia. And, you know, you've been talking to about a, to a doctor about Anything it. Anything that'll help. If you see, uh, go down to where it says, hey, this will work. Yeah, here you go. This is actually from the Alzheimer's Association. And it said, uh, this changes when we develop dementia, when a brain is affected by dementia. It has diminished capabilities to process information. A person with dementia is likely to be over uh, overwhelmed by everyday activities. Blah blah blah. Dementia therefore causes an increase uh, an increase in frustration. Uh, says I'm looking for the part where it says ice cream is good. Yeah, it does. But I don't see it. Go back to the Google tab real quick. Okay. Just hit the back button. 
Uh, and look where it says people also ask. Click that first one. People also ask. Yeah. And it says the texture of ice cream can simulate saliva production, which is helpful for seniors with dementia who may also have a difficult time swallowing. Oh, so there's a lot of things. A lot of, yeah. How about that? I heard it reminded them of when they were a kid or something like that, and it put them at ease. Yes, it takes them back to a happier time. So for Alzheimer's and for dementia, the doctors will recommend you treat it with ice cream. Obviously, it's not fixing it or whatever, Mm -hmm. but it helps calm these people down. And if you are a handler from for Joseph R. Biden, you need him to calm down because he can get in a tizzy. We've seen it before. You got a freezer full standing by. This dude's got more high-end ice cream in his freezer than Nancy Pelosi could ever dream of. Okay, he poops his pants he, in front of the Pope, and he gets to eat ice cream all the time and go on vacation all the time, fall down and all this stuff, and this guy's supposed to be our leader? Yeah, that old <laughs> gag. It's a wonder, though, you never see him with ice cream stains on his on his tie or suit. He probably has a bib. Oh, that's true. Joe Biden's got a bib. Yeah, I think so of that. He, won't, he won't mess it up. And you know what? The handlers may hold the ice cream for him. That's true. They probably do a little scoop and be like, oh, yeah, here you go, up, Mr. President. Here comes the plane. Here. With oh. how much I trust the government, maybe he probably doesn't even like ice cream at all. Who knows? Here yeah, comes really. Air Force One. <laughs> <laughs> You could see the Secret Service agent doing that. How miserable do Secret Service agents have to be? You know? Could you imagine being the it, diaper handler for real? Oh, God. You're like, you worked your whole life and you worked your way up through the ranks of law enforcement to become one of the top guys that's, go- that's supposed to take a bullet for the President of the United States. We're going we're gonna to assign you to changing diapers. My and then you can't God. tell anybody about it. Like, <laughs> right, you right. Know, like you can't write squirts or something. They want to write a book on the backside. Yeah, Come I, on. I don't think that someone would be in charge of changing the diapers. I think they would have a nurse for that, but they would be in charge of getting rid of the diapers, and that's even worse. Uh, in charge also of surveilling the yeah. diaper change mm-hmm. to make sure, like, you know, correct. the nurse didn't bring in a shank or something. That's possible. Yeah. You know, you got to protect the president at all times. So you, gotta, so, you, so you have to look at the president's jaunt yep, and everything. Yep. Ooh. You got to have eyes on him at all times. Mm. He's got a history. Uh, the mm. stories are out there that he used to uh, swim naked as vice president in front of the female Secret Service agents. He used to go skinny dipping, and, and it was a problem. Like, they, they were all complaining about it, but there wasn't a whole lot they could do. He knew he had a captive audience. That they had to keep their eyes on him, so he's like, I'm going to pull my wang out, and I'm going to go over here and take a dip, because he's a perv. <laughs> you really think he is a perv? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. I got, a, I got friends that are in that line of work, either Secret Service agents or mm. in that realm. Yeah. And I got to imagine, I don't want to speak for them, but those that are assigned to Washington, D.C., and those that are assigned to Delaware mm-hmm. cannot be happy with where they're at. The people that were covering for Mike Pence, Donald Trump, like these people, I don't know so much about Mike Pence, and maybe he was good to his people, but Donald Trump was always good to his people. And there was an energy. you got to remember, there was always there's always an energy around Donald Trump. Yes, Whereas with Biden, 
you know, it's like the sun's going down all the time. <laughs> you know, so I would think if I was a Secret Service agent that I would want to have that energy. And plus, you'd be more alert. Yeah. Because I honestly thought that he would be, uh, he would already have an attempt on his life after all these years. Uh, Trump. Donald Trump. Yeah. 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 But we talked about that today. Goodness. I just, it's a wonder. Case. It's a wonder. Tony, you and I had that conversation. It was like, is is it going to, is it because we got y'all figured out and we know that's what y'all want to do? Is that the reason you won't do it? I think technology's increased, like you said. And I look at people like Snowden, Assange, Trump, Elon, uh, who else is it? Alex Jones. I mean, there's a lot of people that they probably want dead. Do you think Trump has thought enough ahead to make some sort of kill switch? Because like when they raided, oh yeah. oh yeah, when they raided Mar-a-Lago, there is it's not confirmed reports, but there are some some very reliable reports that some of the documents that he took were related to Crossfire Hurricane which is the Russia collusion thing that Hillary Clinton and everybody else put together. He had the proof that they had, in fact, done that, which we all know they did. Yeah. You know, those of us that are paying attention, we know. Yeah. But he had the irrefutable evidence of the documentation saying, hey, we're going to make up this cockamamie story and go after Donald Trump and that that's some of the stuff and that not only that but that when they went and raided mar-a-lago and could not find those particular mm -hmm. documents documents so i mean uh, i i know he's one or two steps ahead i mean that's just that's just personality you know to me yeah is you know always thinking yeah when you're going against everybody and they're throwing everything they got at you and you know it's coming you can get prepared yeah. for that because you know yeah, you got to think 12 steps ahead. Otherwise, you'll be done for. They'd already got you. And the mm -hmm. fact they're throwing everything at him tells me he's our guy. There's something about the fact that he has been so elusive from these people. That's why I, I've seen on Twitter and that uh, people claiming that Donald Trump's going to be on these Jeffrey Epstein flight logs, which we'll, we'll get into in a minute. Um, but it's like, okay, we've seen his relationship with, Jeffrey Epstein, Jeff, which was very mild, minute. Uh, he was at Mar-a-Lago. He kicked him out of Mar-a-Lago when he found out he was macking on some underage girl. Uh, it, it's just, if they had it on him, it would have already it been already, out there. Because yep. these people, the powers that be, already had these flight logs. People, they're, they're people that know what's on there. This, what we're getting, is just being released to the public. If Donald Trump was... On a trip to Epstein Island, we would have known in 2016. Plus, it seems like to me, he would have flown his own jet. <laughs> right, that's true. I mean, yeah. if he was going, you know, that just seems like that's Trump's style. He's like, Jeff, Jeff, your jet sucks. I'm taking my own. <laughs> the name's not good enough. <laughs> you got a weird smell in here, whatever Lolita means. I don't like it. I don't know. It's just... Yeah, I don't think they have anything on him, but I think they have, there's a lot of things on a lot of people. A lot oh, of people. Oh, my gosh. I even heard names. like I hate to put out names like even like Pink and like Gwen Stefani and stuff went. Supposedly. I believe it, man. I, I'm so wow. like the music industry in Hollywood. I'm just so convinced that these people are, uh, you know, pedophiles or Satanist or both. I, I don't know. I just... It used to be just crazy conspiracy theories, but I'm getting to the point now where I'm like, these people are so 
weird. Anyway, we'll, we'll get yeah. into that. And to make a point, I feel sorry for the people that just happen to be yeah, like, that's where what are we I going, thinking. you know, and then end up <laughs> exactly. on the list. Yes. Yeah, that's so apologize to those people. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Joe Biden not only has that to worry about, I don't know that Joe Biden has ever been on Jeffrey Epstein's plane, which, again, we'll talk about in a minute. But he's got a lot of problems to worry about. One is the polls. If oh, you go back and you look at presidents going into the last year of their term seeking re-election, mm-hmm. he is at the lowest of any president in history. And this is, wow. by the way, this is an MSNBC or an NBC poll. I want you to listen to the desperation in their voices as um, as as they have to explain what's going on. How about the Democratic end of things? Joe Biden seems poised to be the Democratic nominee. What kind of year has he had politically? Well, again, he started 2023 coming off those good midterms for Democrats, and his approval rating, you know, 4650, wasn't that bad, but it's taken a hit this year. And as we start to close out the year, our final NBC poll had him at just 40% approval, 57% disapproval. How does this compare to past presidents entering the re-election year? Here you can see it. Here's the 40 that we have Biden at right now. These He's like, oh, my God, I hope, I hope my boss doesn't fire me for doing this. Yeah, he does look nervous. All the recent president. Look, Trump got beat in 2020. He was at 44 heading into his re-election year. Bush Sr. got beat in 92. He was at 52 and heading south rapidly uh, there. But you see how that number compares. That's the lowest. That's the lowest in an NBC poll for an incumbent facing a re-election year. How about the Democratic You know what's crazy? is the fact that this guy comes off as a weatherman during a tornado warning. Yeah. That's how panicky, panicked he sounds. He's like, oh, my God, 40%. And, and Like everybody me. take shelter, get, yeah. get in the basement. Yeah. Take shelter. Donald Trump might become president. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, Linda, listen. <laughs> that number is lower than 40 yeah, that number is lower than 40. And I don't know. And I, I hope people on our radio show, by the way, talk 995.com. Amen. If uh, I, I hope people are, are getting the message that I'm trying to put out there in the sense of uh, there is that trend going. Yeah, you know how I am. I feel like I'm repeating myself a lot sometimes because I, I say some of the same things over and over. And people that get to listen all day long, they hear it. But, uh, I truly believe that there is a trend that's trending. I don't want to say red, but trending in the Trump direction. Right. Because people are understanding that the decisions being made by those people are causing negative effects on their personal lives. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Because I think about... um, uh, when I lost my train of thought, it's I'm okay. sorry, everybody. You're okay. It's when I'm fixed. <laughs> no, when things when things. Does anybody have any at, ice cream? <laughs> okay, no. Get some bird. Uh, get, get some ice cream for bird, please. Chocolate, chocolate chip. Yes, please. Yeah. It's, no, um, it's hitting them in the and it's reality setting in. Everything they're seeing at the pump, the the food, everything's like real life now for them. But it's what we saw. When Biden was elected, it's like we knew. Yeah. We already knew that that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But it, it took it actually happening to people for them you know, to realize it. What happened was, you know, he was in his basement for the entire mm-hmm. election. And they only put him out there at his best moments, which were already subpar. 
but they hid. He had to go out to to put on the charade that he was actually in a position to win. Because, mm-hmm. again, got to have that narrative that he's actually going to get 82 million, 81 million votes. They even took those moments and tried everything they could to hide it from the general public to make as, as little, uh, as, as least amount of people as possible to be able to see it. You don't vote for me, you ain't black. Yeah. They tried to wipe that from the face of the earth. Problem is, is when you do an interview with a show, you can't go to the show and say, ah, I didn't like what I said there, and you just take that down. Because the show's going to be like, hey, this is my content, cuzzy. Yep. And that was great. I want everybody to see it. And so those of us that paid attention, we knew those things went on, but a lot of people didn't. Hunter Biden laptop, disinformation, you know. A 51 intelligence agent says that it's not even real. It's real. Yeah, that's man, that's a perfect example. It's like you see it in front of you, and you have people telling you, no, you don't. Yes, I do. I see it's it right there. there. No, you don't. And I, there's, I guess I think if, if they say it enough, we're eventually going to believe it. But unfortunately, a lot of people will lean that way. You know, for instance, they'll say, wait a minute, I think there is something. To it. No, there's not. No, there's not. And they hear it enough to where they're like, okay, no, there's not. Well, Tony will tell you, I mean, when it comes to uh, the the alphabet agencies, the FBI's, the CIA's, uh, these people have some powerful tools to sway public opinion. Mm -hmm. And even if you want to go into the realm of mind control or what, these guys have got a lot of pull in making sure the public believes what the government wants them to believe. It's it's incredible how how sophisticated of a machine they've they built doing that. It's bad. It's real bad, and it's been weaponized completely. Uh, let me get back to New Year's Eve. I'm getting off track. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting deep off in the weeds. Uh, Mar-a-Lago mm-hmm. on New Year's Eve was a blast. You want to know who they had at Mar-a-Lago? Vanilla Ice. Ah, uh, yeah. Donald Trump brings Vanilla Ice to Mar-a-Lago for the party. And this is, you can actually uh, widescreen that one, uh, Tony. Is he wearing I, his balloon pants? It, no, he's actually in a suit, which I thought was very respectful of Vanilla Ice. Wow. Look at Donald Trump. <laughs> That's that's just that's classically pimp right there. Yeah. Oh, I know. He's overlooking it. How much swag does Donald <laughs> Trump have just standing there listening to Vanilla Ice? Like he's just. Yep. It looks like a, a a gopher that's just it's early in the morning and he's climbing out of his hole and he's looking around. Looking at his kingdom. Looking at his kingdom. Wow. Look what I built. Look at it. It's beautiful. Oh, oh, here's another oh, yeah, clip. Yeah, 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 big screen this, too. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but they went full 90s for this this New Year's Eve. They even had Ninja Turtles <laughs> with Vanilla Ice. I think that's Michelangelo. It, yeah. <laughs> what is Look that? Him, man. I mean, I'm not against it. No, the uh, Ninja Turtles, they referenced Vanilla Ice in their first movie with Jose Canseco, too. In the very first Ninja Turtles movie? Yes. Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out, is the Ninja Turtle deal part of, is it part of 
Vanilla Ice's concerts, or did the turtle come in for the special occasion of being at Mar-a-Lago? Now that I have no I idea. I would think it would be a special occasion. I mean, it just it, it just seems weird. I, again, I thought it was kind of cool that the New Year's Eve parties were. Um, you know, when I first started watching before we got ready and came up here, mm-hmm. you had uh, Barbie Girl, Aqua. You remember? Mm-hmm. I'm a Barbie girl. Yep. Uh, also, there were, I think there were a couple other 90s bands, and I'm like, okay, you know, this is my childhood, my growing up. It's kind of cool. And then you go to the next show, and it'd be the same thing. And then I look at Mar-a-Lago, and I'm looking at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in Vanilla Ice. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I guess everybody had the same idea. It just, I don't know that I was ready, mentally ready, mm-hmm. to see Vanilla Ice and Michelangelo on stage at Mar-a-Lago performing a concert with Donald Trump in the crowd. Dude, Donald must have been loving that. <laughs> hey, I'm surprised he wasn't in a Ninja Turtle movie, Donald Trump. I know. You think maybe he has been? I don't think. Do I'd remember that. I haven't noticed that. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> Get these rats off my street and, like, they step on Splinter and kill him or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Also in the 90s realm, Green Day. Everybody's talking about this. I'm kind of over this story, by the way. I think it's a distraction for some bigger issues. Mm -hmm. But everybody's talking about it. They they play uh, American Idiot, which I know is actually... Uh, a song that Tony likes, and I like too. Well, see, the irony is the song's about them, and they don't even realize it because they're brainwashed by the mainstream uh, that's media. That's a great point. It was back when when the song came out. It, it made perfect sense. It was talking about the propaganda machine of the news media and everything else. But they have inadvertently, or on purpose, or maybe they just sold out. They have sided with the propaganda machine. And they're telling the no propaganda side, no, you're the propaganda. I, I, I guarantee you, they got a big fat payday to go down this road. Because yeah. if you watch, this is them on New Year's Eve. That makes me. That upsets me. Right? Isn't yeah. isn't it? It's just it's pathetic. It's I don't know. It's almost like uh, they're trying to be relevant. Hey, we're we're like you young guys. We're, you know, we're, we're like uh, yeah. You connected with us when we were younger, but like you don't need to completely abandon your your stance on stuff by trying to pander to a new younger crowd. The new younger crowd's not gonna. Got, they got a million other people to go after. Yeah, yeah, and once again, here we are talking about them, so they're back in the news for yeah. it, you know. Yeah, second time I've done that today, and I'm like, ah, oh, stupid story, I don't want to talk about it. And here yeah, I'm talking but will they be talking about it in two days? Well, they, yeah, it'll be gone soon. That's why That's why the Epstein list is coming out. <laughs> so, um, this is not new for them. If you go back to 2016, uh, they were doing this whole anti-Trump bit during concerts. Here's one from, I think this is an award show back in 2016. I think that got paid. (laughs) Oh, man. Look how punk rock these guys are. They were never really considered by the punk community. They were never really considered true punk. Really? Yeah, that was sort of that was when pop punk 
term uh, came out. They were considered uh, pop punk. Yes, and hmm. the punk community did not like them at all. But you know they're broken. And and if you were listening to me, they're not really punk. Were I mean, they too commercialized? Uh, yes. Super commercialized. Yes. Really? Yes. But I mean, I liked them. <laughs> yeah, we all liked them. Yeah. Yeah, and they're fun to, the songs are fun to play too if you're learning guitar mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm. Well, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's fine. I, I mean, I, I'm over it. When it comes down to it, I, I'm the type where I'm like, I can separate the personality from the music. Mm-hmm. But when you take your personality and you start cramming it into your music, you kind of ruin everything. Yeah. So that's where I'm at on that front. Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, boy. Ah, uh, yes. This is a big deal. Um, I think it's going to be a big deal. The What will the news media try and play it down? Is it going to be, you know? That will be the question. These flight logs come out, and, and I assume they're only flight logs. Maybe there's going to be more. Who knows? But it is... It is going to be interesting to see how the media takes this mm-hmm. and tries to protect their people. I mean, one of the t- names at the top of the list we all know mm-hmm. is Slick Willie, Big Willie, Bill Clinton. Everybody knows he's been on that plane. Everybody knows he's been to Epstein Island. Dozens of times. Yeah. Dozens of times. <laughs> and, you know, we know, I mean... I don't think it's just going to be the left or Democrats. You know, I think we're going to be looking at both parties. Ah, absolutely. Having participated. And, and then that's the conundrum for the uh, for the news media. It's like, how do you downplay it and defend at the same time? You're bringing it up while you're trying to, you know, to keep it down. Well, and it's not just going to be politicians. It's going to be oh, yeah, yeah, famous people, yeah. business people, uh Prominent names that are just kind of generally known in pop culture. You even mentioned a couple other names that you had heard rumored uh, musicians. Yeah, I heard Pink and Gwen Stefani, but they might have just, like I said, they might have just been on the plane and had no idea what was going on. I mean, yeah. I wonder, did he have <clears throat> sort of two islands? He had one with the wink and the nod that, you know, like you could be going to Epstein Island and just enjoy the beaches and all that but not know what's going on? I mean, I wonder if there were if, two beaches. If it were two. me, I, well, if, I'm not saying that, but if Epstein yeah. did it, he probably had different events. Like, he had, like, certain events, like, flying this weekend, and there's nothing going on, but then right. during the other times. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Tony, you can't, when you're talking about the Epstein deal, you can't yeah. go with a, if it were me. <laughs> well, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta think like a globalist to learn what they do. Right. Know? Yeah, I, I guess it's possible, and that's the pitch that's gonna be used for everybody that's on that list. They're gonna say, well, yeah, I went, but I had no idea what was going on there. You know, right. he—I I didn't see any of that, and that may be true. I mean, I—it's—it would be—it would be easy for him to pull that off and say, "Hey, we're not going to bring girls down this week. We're going to shove them in a closet until so and so leaves." Yeah, uh, and then you know he's probably got his list of people like Prince Andrew and and uh, 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 Bill Clinton and and Bill Gates or whoever. I'll, I'll tell you what. I would bet that the people that only went once would probably be the ones that didn't know what they were getting into. But if you see them go multiple times, mm-hmm. then that's probably the key. That's a good indication. Yeah. yeah. Good we, indication. we know what you were doing there, buddy. We know. Mm-hmm. So um, Bill Clinton, according to this story here, mm-hmm. 
is expected to be named as Doe 36 in more than 50 redacted filings. Wow. Doe number 36. Slick Willie. <laughs> yeah. Doe 36. Give me a cigar. And the, because of these reports, I think uh, ABC News, or who was it? Uh, former President Clinton, who ABC News has learned, is identified as Doe 36, is mentioned in more than 50 of the redacted filings, according to court records. Several of those sealed and or, or sealed or redacted entities are focused for an effort by lawyers in mid-2016, first reported by ABC News, to subpoena the two-term Democrat presidential uh, president for deposition testimony, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Per the examiner, Clinton's office did not issue a new response to the documents unsealing and directed the Washington Examiner back to a 2019 statement regarding his relationship with Epstein from Clinton spokesman uh, Angel Urena. Here's what that statement in 2019 said. It's interesting because they're not putting out a new statement. They're saying, now nah, go back to that statement we put out five years ago and just go with that. The 2019 statement says Clinton's office also uh, or it says President Clinton knows nothing about the terrible crimes Jeffrey Epstein pleaded guilty to in Florida some years ago or those with which he has been recently charged with in New York. In 2002 and 2003, President Clinton took a total of four trips on Jeffrey Epstein's airplane, one to Europe, one to Asia, and two to Africa, which included stops in connection with the work of the Clinton Foundation. That was the, uh, and it goes on to say, staff supporters of the foundation and his Secret Service detail traveled on every leg of the trip. He had one meeting with Epstein in his Harlem office in 2002 and around the same time made one brief visit to Epstein's New York apartment with a staff member and his security detail. Ah. Uh. <laughs> You're telling me he he can't lose the detail. I I, uh, I never been on that plane, <laughs> not one time. Oh, I got my booty in my office. Well, I mean, they've got. I mean, and everybody's got to admit he has such a, such a stained reputation and a pension. No for pun lying. intended. Yes, yes, but I mean, he's known as being a liar. You know, so I think people are just going to assume. I mean, he's a punchline, really. At yeah, this point. he is. There's no doubt. Yeah. Here's here's what's going to be fascinating. And God bless Tucker Carlson. God bless this man. And and almost, you know, I do miss Tucker Carlson on Fox News and having that security blanket of at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. every night. Mm-hmm. You knew you could flip that on, or you could watch. I would always watch it on the backside, like on the you know recording. Mm-hmm. But you always had that there, and that show was always going to be a home run every time. You knew, even if he had a couple of boring interviews in there, you always knew there was going to be great content. Yes, and I hate that he's no longer there, but it's probably been the best thing to happen to him personally. He now has the Tucker Carlson Network where he posts some exclusive videos on or soon-to-be exclusive videos on a subscription-based $9 a month, Mm -hmm. okay? 
Uh, and he's been posting most of them on Twitter, but according to Tucker, he sent out this tweet yesterday. He said, uh, he said, the U.S. government claims Jeffrey Epstein killed himself in a federal detention facility in Manhattan four and a half years ago, just before his trial. If that's true, why are there so few records available from that night? Here's Mark Epstein trying to get a copy of one of the most basic documents of all, the pre-hospital care report written by the EMS team that moved his brother's body out of the cell. We'll be interviewing Mark Epstein soon. Oh, man. Tucker Carlson is going to interview Mark Epstein. I'm going to be honest. I didn't even know Jeffrey Epstein had a brother. I didn't Uh -uh. even know either. Yeah, that's weird. Wow. And so his brother, for whatever reason, seems like he wants answers to this too. And maybe it was an estranged brother. And so that's why he's willing to talk with Tucker. Because he knows how the rest of the world feels. And if you're Jeffrey Epstein's brother, you probably would want to just go ahead and publicly come out against the guy. Yeah. Just so everybody knows, like, hey, we weren't hanging out. Like, I didn't like the guy. He wasn't a good brother. Man. Weird. Uh, it, Tony, uh, full screen that, and let's play uh, the video of, uh, this is, again, Mark Epstein at the the New York Fire Department, or, or some version of that, trying to get the pre-hospital reports from when his brother died. These are basic documents that are filled out for every incident involving EMS, the fire department, or anything. Lower, lower Manhattan. Okay, but as of right now, you're telling me you can't find the PCR report. Not for the 10th of August, 2019, no. Not in, it's not in the fire department database. I don't know why. If it's supposed to be there, we'll find out. But first, you've got to get the letters of administration before you can take them anywhere. Yeah, you see, because the date on here is the, the 10th of 19th. It's the day they found him, they took him, and, they, and he was dead. Well, then they might have taken him directly to the morgue. So no, I, he was in the hospital. I have photographs of him in the hospital, too. Oh, well, I'm, I, you, you didn't tell me that. I'm, yeah. I'm just going by. Yeah, no, no, I understand. I'm just trying to explain yeah. what I know. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't know what happened, but uh, so far, he's not in the fire department database. I don't know why. Um, huh. And uh, could they have taken him somewhere? Well, see, he, he has a photograph of the fire department personnel. Oh. You know, so they said a private team at the scene. Yeah. What does that mean? He said that because you see the fire department, because you see the fire department personnel there, that doesn't mean they provided documentation. They told me they did. I spoke to them. Yeah. And they were the ones who suggested I get the PCR report. Mm-hmm. Well, well, they're saying one thing, but the computer is saying something else. Yeah. Whoa. Well, since I, I heard that with my own ears, I believe them, and I don't know why someone played with the computer, and no, it's not yeah. there. I'm just sa- telling you the situation. I'm not saying either way. I'm just saying the computer's saying one thing, and the information you got from them is different. Right, so the, but the computer saying, what the computer is saying is that it doesn't have a record of this. That's, that's what I'm trying to tell mm. you, yes. Yeah. And I don't know why, uh, what's going on. Mm. Man. Hey. That's it's just so obvious. I know, just like I'm getting killed, man. Yeah, and 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 this fire department personnel, 
he probably doesn't know anything. No, he doesn't. He ain't got a clue. Yeah. You, again, you heard somebody in the back saying there may mm-hmm. have been a private team on scene. What kind of private team? What is that? I can take some guesses, but I don't want to go. <laughs> I mean, were these secret government operatives that said, hey, let's get him out of here so nobody can see what's actually been done to his body? The cleanup crew. Cleanup crew. Probably the same ambulance crew that took care of Anne Heche. Yeah, the one that jumped up after she died in a fiery crash. Jumped up by yeah, the gurney. Yeah, they scooped her yeah. up quick, and she tried to get away, and she was gone. You can look that up. I mean, there's so many people out there that you, you look, and they had committed suicide right before they had something big going on. It, it has, I will say this, it has gotten to a point that every time a celebrity commits suicide, you automatically see people saying, oh, well, they were about to release a movie on child trafficking. You know, yeah. it's not always true, but there are cases and instances, and it's why people feel that way, where they had something big coming out coming in the out. near future or they were working on some project yeah. that would expose very important people, and then all of a sudden they commit suicide. Yeah, you could talk about Walker. You could talk about Chad Bennington. You could talk about Chris Cornell. You could also talk about Anne Heche. And I saw that video where Anne Heche was in the car screaming at the top of her lungs as the car was full throttled down the road. I think they took remote control car, or they took remote access to her car and drove it. You know, that's what I think. That's but why they want you in electric cars. Like just uh, off you, but yeah, she went what, what you to think, a tree. You know, twenty years ago, what you said would be like, oh man, no. But we know. I mean, we've got remote cars. Yeah, yeah. we've got all right. of the elements that we need now. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you can have a kill switch to turn it off, or you can have an acceleration thing where you can't control it. And just it just kills you. You know. I'm trying to remember Parkland. Uh, what was a uh, Marjorie Stone? Uh, what was the name of the Parkland shooting? The school. Uh, Parkland school shooting, and see what the I can't remember the the name of the school. It was Marjorie Stone Douglas, maybe. Um, Let's see, what does it say? Marjorie Stone Douglas High School. Okay, all right. So go yeah. with say Parkland shooting. Uh, victim dies in crash. And see, why does it say Birmingham? I don't know. Uh, let's see, um, now, I don't, I remember a story of somebody that had seen something, and I wanted Father to say, of teen, killed a park, and shooting and no, uh, arrested, no, so, here's, here's why I, I brought that up, I remember a story, and it, it was, it had to do with Parkland, or some other big event, that, mm. You know, benefited Democrats, <laughs> where there was a, a a guy and a girl who were there for what happened, and they were about to be investigated by police, so they could tell them what they knew mm-hmm. about that day, and they pulled out of their driveway, and their car just careened until it hit a tree, right out of their driveway, hit a tree and exploded and killed them both. Or something crazy like that. God, I wish I could remember that story. That was wild. Did that have anything to do with the guys bragging to the wife about how fast it was before they drove the car? No, no. This was That's um, a different story. Yeah, this is a different one. I just I don't know, I have to look it up. I just remember the Anne Heche video from a like 
a private person's camera from their house. It showed the car zip right past, and she's screaming in, in her car, and it was like she was trying to stop, stop it. it. Yeah. It's crazy. There, There's nothing wrong. Listen, there's nothing wrong with being suspicious of suicides. Suicides are an awful thing. We all know that. Some of us may know somebody who had committed suicide. But when it comes to high-profile suicides, there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, there might have been something shady going on there. Yeah, you just look you just look around the suicide and see, you know, were they in a certain well, just like you said, you know, they're working on a project. Um, How about this one? Andrew Breitbart, mm -hmm. healthy guy, just mysteriously dies on a walk, broad daylight, has a heart attack, heart attack gun Willie. Yeah, and they proved they had those heart attack guns back in the uh, the house or whatever that was, those hearings. Not only that, but Andrew Breitbart was a healthy guy. He dies. The, uh, the, the coroner does the autopsy, mm -hmm. and right before that guy releases the autopsy, he mysteriously dies. What a coincidence. And then they get somebody else to do the autopsy, which they're like, oh, it was a heart attack. Everything's completely normal here. There always seems to be the same factors playing into these things. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, wow, what a coincidence. Wow, what a coincidence. <laughs> wow, what a coincidence attached to all of these. But because we are on top of this and we think this way, not just us, but so many people, that goes back to, I think, why they won't just off Donald Trump. Why they won't just get rid of him. Because think of how many, for them, how many problems would that solve? If they could do that, that would, that would solve all their problems. Their biggest dreams would for be a real nutcase to actually do it instead of some plant. You right? Know, like you think Lee they'd Harvey be? Oswald. If somebody went off, got off their rocker, and went and did that, you think they would be sad? You think they'd have kind words to say about Donald Trump after no. his passing? Of course not. They'd be elated. You know, good and well, MSNBC and CNN, we'd have clips the next day of them giggling and, and being giddy over the fact that Trump died. Yeah, and. You've got to think what would happen to the supporters. Would they just grumble and sit back, or would we really see something? That's the would question. Really, and I think that's the X factor that they don't know. Yeah. They can't figure out. Yeah, the unknown of that is also mm -hmm. what's keeping them from— I think from, so. Mm, man, could, we you, got, could, could you imagine not having, like, Elon Musk right now and all the—he's he, like— my hero. Oh, we'd be of. done for. We'd be done for. There would be no way for people to openly communicate about what's really going on. Yep. And I I hope, and I don't have any way of knowing whether or not this has happened, but I hope the change at Twitter has woken some people up to the ideas that we're talking about in the sense of being skeptical and saying that, yeah, it is possible that it's different than what people have told me that it's different than what the news or Hollywood or the music industries told me. Maybe I'm not being, maybe they're not being level with me. Maybe there is some different things going yeah, on. No pun intended. Uh, Elon Musk was the X factor. If he would have never bought Twitter and done what he did, there's, uh, it's, it would get really bad. Yeah, no real outlet for us. And we wouldn't have a whole lot of hope about the election in November. Mm -hmm. God, yeah, because stuff's coming out a lot right now because of him. Yeah. It may be the only place you find these Epstein logs once they come out. Everybody else Telling may bury them. Come on, cause. Yep.
Anyway, we broke it down today, baby. Yep. We're going to be doing a lot more of these. Remember, 6 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, Thursday, January the 4th. We will be live hanging out with you, and we'll have plenty to bring your way. We're out of here until next time. See you, guys.